Hello everyone and thank you for joining us uh, today again. I just wanted to, um, trying to think of a new series in order to uh, best allow people to begin to study Buddhism because there's a natural progression that happens in our practice. However, a lot of times it's not clearly defined. Um, also, this is not usually correctly taught, I feel, because it's a question that I've been asking for a very long time, and being able to try to organize it so that I can be able to assist others in their practice and study, knowing that they're going the correct way so that they can be able to get the benefit of their practice. So, one of the things that I've been uh, learning is trying to narrow down and simplify our Buddhist practice, because a lot of times when you come to Buddhism, Many questions come up, what should I be doing, how should I be studying, etc., etc., but a lot of times those answers are not forthcoming, especially if you're studying on your own. And the most important thing that keeps coming, that I keep coming back to as far as what we need to begin to practice Buddhism, and basically what you need is a question. And in order to study any spiritual practice, including Buddhism, you need a deep-seated reason. And when I say a question, this isn't just a general question of why. Um, the question has to come from a deeper reason. And in a way, it has to be overwhelming in that it it is unable to be answered by uh, any of our desires or distractions, etc., or even by religious answers, okay? Because a lot of times, you know, people pray and they feel better, or they, uh, in their in the modern way of doing things, they go out and do something, see friends, and feel better. But this question is a much more deep-seated question, um, a vast question, kind of in the idea of the meaning of life, but. Such a question may be flimsy, simply, what is the meaning of life? It's so vast, uh, and it, it's sometimes brought up at the moment of fear. Uh, but when we say fear, fear is a great motivator for a lot of people, especially the fear of our uh, birth and death, uh, the fear of impermanence. However, sometimes we were so ready to remove this discomforting feeling uh, that as soon as we feel better, we get good news, um, situation, circumstances change, we forget our question. And then we continue just continuing on with our life as usual, status quo. Um, the difference between a deep question and a flimsy question is that it involves your whole being. Asking a question must come from a deeply moving experience, not just a whimsical thought uh, that you're able to soon forget. Most of the questions only become real when we are faced with a life-altering situation, uh, such as the meaning of question of life and death. So a lot of times people have the situation if there is a medical problem or if there's a, a, a relatively cataclysmic problem in their life, that suddenly these, these ideas, these thoughts can no longer be... Um, suppressed because either time is running out or uh, we don't have any way to fix it. So even your favorite food or your favorite person or praying and all that doesn't seem to help. 
when you realize that you do not have all the time in the world to answer it, and that an answer is needed, and no stri- and then at, you also realize that no distraction at this time will be acceptable. Unfortunately, most people uh, have a thought because of fear and soon forget about it. We use the addicted mind, the thinking mind, the monkey mind. Oh, I feel better now, so no need to worry about that until next time. So once again, we distract ourselves. And then, until the next time happens, we're stuck in the same place. We keep walking through our lives knowing that uh, what is around us is not real. But yet, we haven't been motivated to question reality. We try to stay positive surrounding ourselves with people of like mind, but in the true status, in the true moment that we awaken this thought, none of this seems to give us relief. We go back to the story of the Buddha. The Buddha seeing the four sights, uh, such as uh, the sick person, the old person, the dead person, right? And then seeing some kind of relief, such as perhaps the uh, mendicant's life of a spiritual seeker. That experience, that story is extremely important to us because, as you see, it wasn't just a whimsical confusion, but a life-altering question. So even if we try to stay positive we're not able to remain positive. So there comes to a point in which such things are not working and do not give us lasting satisfaction. We see that they're empty in that way. Then we must face the question. This awareness then re- then helps us to realize that we are bound by the same issues and problems, continuing the rat race of the world. And then suddenly the world and all its fixes and all of its uh, answers that people are giving you seems to be, it loses its luster and becomes ridiculous. This is when we attain what is called bodhicitta. It's a state of longing to be free of suffering and not bound by things, seeing the unsatisfactory nature of things, and that ultimately bringing forth this real wish, this real question, of what it means to be free from the cycle of birth and death, found through compassion and wisdom of the Buddha. That is why it's essential that if you come to the temple, if you come to practice Buddhism, that you have this question, or a question relating to your life, that you've, you've went in deeper into your current situation, and you've seen that unfortunately things are not getting better, things are not improving, and that the things that you were told or sold that uh, were told said that they would take care of all of your problems have not done, have not fulfilled what they promised. And that when we look outside, we can no longer find the joy that we once had in our illusion and delusion of what happiness is. So therefore we bring ourselves to our inside that we have this question that sustains us so, for instance, myself, this is the question, my seeking mind, this awakening, this seeking mind that brings me forward every single day to study and practice and learn. 
that brings me closer to the realization of the Buddha, that brings me closer to the actual reality of life, which in itself awakens and relieves the suffering of my attached mind, my emotional mind, my immature mind, that wishes to be able to change and correct things the way I want it. Uh, that also, of course, comes from the illusion of self. So therefore, it's very important that we look clearly into our lives, not just simply as we're coming up now on the New Year, not just simply a New Year's resolution. That's why we always forget them. That's why they don't work. Is because sooner or later, it's not strong enough. It's, it's not deep enough. So therefore, when you come to practice with me, I'll ask you, what is your question? What is your reason? What is your mind to practice Buddhism? So first and foremost, we must understand this point. We must look deeper into our daily lives, into daily occurrences, and see somewhat the reality of where we are. If you are in an unsatisfactory situation, unhappy situation, confused situation, that is a place in which we can find the energy, the fortitude to move forward in studying and practicing Buddhism. I hope you will take into this into consideration. Namu Myoho Renge Kyo. Thank you.